I'm an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. Baby bitches, Welcome back to Enough, the only podcast where you can hear a couple guys talk about movies and TV. With your hosts, Ryan Dankner and myself, Scott Sweeney. God, I hate that. It's happening hoops. I yeah, Dankner is a. I shouldn't reveal how much I dislike that on the air because I'm going to get bombarded by hundreds of thousands of enough fans. Oh man, I mean it's chill, bro. Here, Dankner. Uh, thought I'd throw it out there. It had been a while. Yeah, it gave me a little mini shiv. (laughs) Fuck, strong start. Do we have anything in the mailbag? As a matter of fact, we do. Ooh, from uh, Turkeyhead Good. Have a good. He uh, wrote to us saying, Ryan and Scott, just listen to number 83. Every minute was worth it to hear Scott say, Leech me toward the end of the show. Ooh. Ryan, it is interesting to be informed that your new name is Ian, which I forgot about. I happen to have a nephew by that name, so shout out to Ian. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would also be a logical progression for you to begin playing the flute. Why, you might ask? Ian Anderson is the famous lead singer, flautist, uh, exceptional for the group Jethro Tull. Wow. And he says, keep up the good work. Best to you both. Steven, a.k.a. Good. Thanks, Good, uh, for reaching out. Yeah, Jethro Tull, they, they do have that like flutish cut. I can't remember the name of it. Aqualung. Yeah. Wow. That's a jam. That's Very one of those, good one. That's it's one a, of those like, one. classic rock bands I mm. always forget about. Thanks for the letter, Goo. You actually, you put up a thing for topics on Instagram the other day. I did. And your lady friend Lucy suggested we talk about Ego Minis. Oh, just. <laughs> I recall that. Yep. Luce, uh, if you are ahead again and listening right now. This will bring her back. Scotty, but what do you think about Ego Minis? I know you have a child palate and yes. enjoy <laughs> lighter fare, if you will. Folks, welcome to the Turkey Boys Food Corner, a new segment. I'm glad you asked me about this because... I'm also a big Eggo Minis fan. I think it's the best frozen waffle on the market. You're going Eggo Mini over, let's say Pop-Tart. What about that? Pop-Tarts are like garbage. Disgusting. I'm a big Pop-Tart guy. Reveal. Even I can't eat those anymore. Because it's just a big block of sugar in the morning? Yeah. Those are just like Sugary cereal. And I don't buy them a lot, but a toaster strudel will still hit. But Eggo Minis are the best because they're, as the name might suggest, mini. So they're... Nice and little and crispy and wispy. They're incredible. And Ego Minis are a conspiracy. Oh. <laughs> They're uh, part of the Sandy Hook tragedy. Oh, which, how, which how never are, happened. How are Ego Minis involved in that? It's a government cover up. Hmm. All the kids are alive eating Ego Minis. Ego Minis kept them alive underneath the desks. It was all a hoax perpetuated by the creators of the COVID 19 pandemic <laughs> i mean while you have the megaphone we might as well get into uh dwayne the rock johnson has the coronavirus do you have any thoughts on the coronavirus apparently uh he figured out that he had the, uh, the virus by not being able to smell what the rock was cooking wow i actually had that joke Oops. 
I saw that joke. I had had that joke in my head, Mm. and I thought about texting it to the team, and then I saw it on Twitter, and it, like, stabbed me in the heart. Isn't that heartbreaking when it's like, I did it. I thought of a hot one, and then, like, everyone else on Earth also did it. It was everywhere. Yeah. Like, I thought of it, and I was like, that's pretty funny. And I was like, maybe I'll even put it on Instagram. And then it was one of those, like, shower thoughts that just kind of whoosh. Yeah. And then I saw it again. Three hours later, I was reminded, like, a brick to the head. Mm. And it just, duh. But yeah, I think The Rock getting Corona, this is punishment for him making Hobbs and Shaw and possibly Ballers, and it might be deserved, frankly. <laughs> Ballers is such a piece of shit show. Yeah, yeah. And so that's also Robert Pattinson has the coronavirus, and they shut down the Batman shoot again after oh. it had picked up and was going for like two days. They're like, we're back. And then it's like, oh, Batman stay, stay. has the coronavirus. How do you think he got it? That's what I want to know. Like, are they these like multi-million dollar projects? Are they not doing a good job of taking care of their big stars? Mm. That's what I'm curious about. Like, yeah, it was probably the Riddler. If I had some guess. sort of a twisted plot, maybe Ra's al Ghul. But yeah, you they, burned my home and left me for dead. <laughs> Justice is balance. They that might have been the other way around. They already restarted filming, and they said they're. The director, Matt Reeves, is trying to finish as much as he can of the shoot without Robert Pattinson, including scenes with the actor's body double. Oh, come on. So it'll be like Jaws. Like, they'll barely show the Batman in this movie when it finally comes out because he wasn't available. They should just bring in Jared Leto as the Joker to just pick up all the slack. (laughs) Yeah. All of it. Just rework him into the universe. He probably gave him Corona. The Jared Leto That would have been pretty twisted. Yeah. (laughs) Um, did you notice we have a few big expensive divorces this week? Uh, Dr. Dre's wife is seeking $2 million a month in alimony. Wow. And future, uh, the mother of his child requested $53,000 a month, hmm. which she, the future countered with a thousand. And, Good counter. I like that. And the judge said 3,200 hmm. a month, which I don't think is a big deal for him. Yeah. He's so one of those like voicey rappers yeah. who does the like, like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. cough medicine. Whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's the ruination of hip hop. Him and all the other idiots like him. I don't know. He's fine, I guess. But they're just, I, it always amazes me when these unbelievably successful rich guys just like get a woman pregnant right away or marry a woman right away. Mm. And it's like, maybe do some sort of a prenup or. Play the field or stay single. We want cleanup. I guess. Like this, that kid Patrick Mahomes, who's some one of the biggest NFL contracts of all time. I think he got like four hundred million dollars guaranteed over four years or five years or maybe it's ten. I don't know. A word. It's a lot of money, Mm. and he got married almost immediately. And I think he's like twenty three years old. Mm. It's like, what are you doing? Wait till you're thirty and see if she's still around. Yeah, they all seem to get married immediately. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like they're in the army or something. Yeah, exactly. Like it's like you can't not. It's like I don't mm. know. Are thing. you uh, thinking about divorcing your wife, or are you going to hang in? Never. We're mm. uh, more in love than we've ever been. That's great. I'm glad yeah. to hear it. Yes. At least, uh, nope, no joke there. Keep <laughs> going. Keep it moving. <laughs> and just so fans know, for next week, Hank, you're seeing Tenet tomorrow. I am. And I'm going to be seeing it at some point this weekend, or at some point before we do the next episode, undoubtedly. 
It's going to be the Big Tenet episode next week. Yes. I thought I could get you to eke it in last night so we could talk about it this week and be mm. on top of it like we normally are. Yeah. But you didn't want to be rushed, which I appreciate. Yeah. I didn't have time. Like, we were... I was. Right. Yeah, we were looking at the clock, and it was like, you would have had to roar immediately. Yeah. Wouldn't have been worth it. But, but I mean, we're hearing good things. Yeah, folks, movie theaters are open again. Tenet's playing. We got to go see it. That's all there is to it. I know there's like a whole thing going on. We were laughing about the idea of like both of us seeing it and then being too nervous to tell anyone we saw it. Like, oh fuck. I hope I enjoy the show. Yeah, just that's the we we could go down that rabbit hole again. Like, but there's something about movie theaters that have people all up in a bunch. Mm. And it's just because that's not on their radar. Yeah. Like if somebody said, Oh, by the way, you can't go to the grocery store, you have to order all of your groceries. People would freak the fuck out. They'd yeah. be like, "Well, I don't want to. I want to pick out my own apples," and that would be the stand they take. Yeah. Or you know, I love people that go to a restaurant and sit down at the table and think that because they're outside, even though the tables are two feet apart, that they're totally okay. Mm. It's like, well, what's the difference? Like yeah. they act like the air in a movie theater is like being pushed out of someone's lungs into your face. Yeah. Like- the ceilings are sixty feet high. I'm gonna feel so guilty about it if and when I do finally see it. Only just because of stuff like that and I the plan nonsense on posting on my private Instagram. I'm going to post photos of me in the theater with no mask on, legs kicked up, like really yeah. enjoying this, like just for close friends. Yeah. That story thing. But yeah, it's like turkey heads will know. I I lead a a lonely, pathetic existence. All I have are turkeys. I'm still like working every day. I'm wearing a mask. I'm all over the place. Movie theaters are open. I'm going to the movies. That's all I, there is to I it. I think that's fair. Yes. I think that's fair. I think you need it. The, yeah, the turkey boys, we got to get back in there. I'm looking forward to our first, uh, you know. What will that be, the new mutants? Yeah. The boys are back in town? Yeah, the first turkey team uh, in the theater return. Mm, agreed. Get some tendies. But yeah, we're uh, essential workers. We for, are. For movies. It's true. Essential watchers? Is that something? He's in. But yeah, I've been like driving around listening to the original score for Tenet in classic Scotty fashion. I'm getting fired. I don't know why I'm acting shocked for that. Yeah, I just did the face and I'm like, no, that's a thing. It's like the most sense. That's what he's going to do. But yeah, so that'll be next week. That'll be fun. Did you see Francis Ford Coppola is developing a new version of The Godfather 3 titled The Godfather, Coda, The Death of Michael Corleone? He's just, he, what he's trying to like fix, he's putting the toothpaste back in the tube on yeah. a turkey. Yeah, he's doing like a Snyder cut. Just going to dig John Cazale up and yeah. throw him out on the friggin' stage. I don't know, man. It it's, says, I thought Francis Cord Coppola was dead, if we're being honest. <laughs> yeah. Like new stuff wise, he basically is. He makes his last like bunch of movies were mm. nothing. But uh, they say the film will have a new You be- can act like a man! New beginning, ending, and rearranged scenes. To new beginnings. Including a more appropriate conclusion. They have in quotes here. I've still never even seen The Godfather 3. No, me either. I watched 1 and 2, and then everybody just says skip 3. Yeah. people. So many people Why said that. Why would I watch it if were, everybody says that? Yeah. The, I might start uh, telling people it's my favorite one. <laughs> that seems like a me move. Yeah. Get a Godfather 3 poster. Oh. Um, that is the one that has the famous line where he's like, every time I think I'm out. They pull me back yeah. in, yeah. It does have that at least. I don't know. 
He'll, he'll probably edit that out. I'd rather just watch Steven Van Zant do it, but <laughs> personally. Agreed. Um, let's see. Did, oh, I got some local news. You want to go local for a minute? I do. Uh, there was a 43-year-old man in Fitchburg, Massachusetts, who was arrested for having sex with his 64-year-old mother. I That's don't want to go local. Tony <laughs> and Cheryl Lavoie. I don't oh. know if anybody out here listening is from Fitchburg. Nate, I know you're from Fitchburg. If you knew the Lavoies, I would love to have them on the show to talk about it. Mm. Uh, apparently, Tony and his wife, I'm sorry, Tony and his mother were having sex on the couch. Oh, Jesus. And Tony's wife walked in, and he, she was, his mother was on top of him. And Tony's wife called 911. And now they were arrested and mm. could face up to 20 years in jail. Oh, are you bringing this up because you've optioned the rights to this story to make a film out of it? I'm bringing it up because it's a conspiracy. Oh. Man should be allowed to have sex with his mother on his own terms if he wants to. Wow. Alex, that's wild. Even for you, that's wild stuff. Paul flag. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Alex just falling back on the classics. Yeah, that's a false flag. Uh, I When I heard this story for the first time, I was completely repulsed mm. as i hope our listeners are now that's oh, no really doubt. it has nothing to do with movies and television yeah i tried and to bring it into the the world it <laughs> doesn't there's literally nothing about it that i should have brought it up but mm. i just i heard it it really made, made my ears sing <laughs> on the line of disgusting news i'll circle it back to the entertainment business he's back ron jeremy got another like 20 people coming forward saying that he assaulted them so I he might get that. 250 years in prison <laughs> You know what? I don't think, I don't think he's gonna live that long. You don't think he's gonna make it? He might die in prison. Imagine him just like <laughs> a head on some sort of a life support, just another two hundred and whatever. What is he like? Seventy? He lo- He looks like he's two hundred and fourteen. I met him in twenty twelve, and he was super creepy. And I love that this is happening to him right now. Him getting his comeuppance. Yeah, it makes me really happy. Like I hope they lock him up permanently. Yeah. What a piece of shit. Into it. Hey, you want to make $14 the hard way? Huh, huh. <laughs> Man, getting no respect, huh? Benny Safdie, who is part of the Safdie Brothers, a directing team who did Good Time and Uncut Gems, a bunch of other movies. Heaven Knows What? Yes. And Daddy Long Legs. He has landed a major role in Paul Thomas Anderson's next film. I saw that news, and after seeing all the dailies with Bradley Cooper, or at least the shots of them, mm. I'm fucking pumped about oh, yeah. this movie. Yeah, it's I like also everything read... that trickles in about this movie is just like, bingo, home run. Love to hear that. I also read, though, that Foggy Bottoms is not the official title. Oh, is it not? That they've been calling it that on the internet, oh, okay. but that might not be the real title. That's probably like when movies, yeah, movies do that. They shoot under a fake name. That Which does, is great because that was the only thing I didn't like about it. Yeah, it does sound like a fake name now that I'm thinking about no. it. But. Maybe it's not true. I don't know. I, to me, this is going to be the movie of the year. Yeah. Because Bradley Cooper is good in everything. And Paul Thomas Anderson's made like one bad movie, Inherent Vice. Accurate. And I'm just, I'm really fired up for it. I am too. And they also announced Cooper Hoffman, son that of was, Philip Seymour Hoffman, yep. is in the cast. And what heartwarming news. What, mm. Just like, like what are a you good all guy. wet? Is your pussy all wet? <laughs> Hopefully, he has chops like his dad because we got a lot of sons in Hollywood right now, like uh, Scott Eastwood and Cooper Hoffman and all these uh, 
fucking and sons. But all, no. All that fucking. Yeah. But no sons. There it is. I fucked it up. Thank you. Getting into 90 but seconds of the we're doing too it. early. We're doing it in the, in, the, in the Nicholson voice, and it's a DiCaprio line. So we both fucked it up. We're back. Uh, we're even, at least. Yes. Yeah, I think. And uh, I was going to say Gandolfini's son as well. What the fuck? Doing the sons in Newark. Oh, yeah. So it's like we got sons all over the place. Yeah, that's like a thing going on. Mm. That's the only three I can think of, but if there's more. That's enough. Yeah. <laughs> that's enough. Yeah. Uh, Keanu Reeves had a birthday. He's 56. Happy Whoa. birthday, Keanu. Whoa. Uh, Zendaya had a birthday. She's 24. Hi, thank you. How are, how are the two of you going to be celebrating, Scott? I know that. She's oh, wow. one of the women in your stable. She's my wife, actually. Oh, she came up earlier. Great. Yeah, we're married. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> it is cool. I didn't. I feel like I should know that, given that we do the show together. But I guess you know, some people like to keep their private life off the air. I respect that. I play it close to the vest. Mm. I kind of cool. put it all out there. And speaking of celebrity couples, uh, Trevor Noah and Minka Kelly are dating. Which yeah, that was, made me cringe. She's like an all-timer babe. And, and he's a tool. Yeah. He's, he's good looking. Yeah, but it's just... I mean, the, the Daily Show is now an hour long. And I saw an article about how he's like, yeah, we don't really do jokes anymore. There's no time for jokes. It's like, huh? Like, we have got guns here. And even back when they did jokes, he's just bad for that show. So I like wrote him off. Yeah, he's a dullard. Yeah. And I don't like seeing him scooping up like those primo babes. No, I was about to make my move on Minka. I know Kelly. you fucked it up. The fuck? Yeah, you know you could probably still get in there. Just right. use your your union with Zendaya as leverage, kind of like Pete Davidson when he got Kate Beckinsale after oh, yeah, Ariana man. Grande. Hell yeah, man! That's the move. Fuck yeah, that was dope. And speaking of useless celebrity information, Channing Tatum is writing children's books now. Did I you saw, see that? Everyone was making fun of the picture online. He him like he's like holding up the book, but there's clearly no book. He's just holding up the sleeve of a book, <laughs> and he's like dressed in like a fairy costume. It, it played into nude? his like dumb guy persona. I feel like everyone thinks he's like a lunkhead. So. He did that to himself with like the um, Jump Street movies. I think that's probably the biggest yeah, dumb, dumb guy move that he ever made. Yeah, but yeah, I think he's good. He hasn't oh. been in anything in a while, but I'm a, I'm a Tatum fan. Me too. He's in. While we're talking Me celebrity too, son. couples, I know you saw this. The Adele Chet Hayes saga? I saw him making a move. Did yeah. she respond? That We're still waiting on her res- response, but that video of Chet Hayes, like he does, he's sitting in his car listening to one of her songs, and he's going like, Oh, Adele, Adele, baby! And like does this whole thing. I watched it a bunch of times. It's funny, yeah. It's hilarious. Chet Hayes should Nick be in Cannon movies. It's hilarious. Chet Hayes is a better actor than Colin Hanks and maybe even his dad, Tom Hanks. Agreed. We're big Chet Hayes guys here at the Enough Podcast. Yes. So if anybody has any intel on Chet and like his management team, we'd love to have him down to the show. Yeah. And he was... Have him come down and get topless. He was reaching out to her because uh, Adele lost a bunch of weight and was like wearing some sort of like it was for like the jamaican carnival in london and now everyone's saying that she culturally appropriated that look because yeah. she had braids in her hair or the or the bantu knots they're called yeah which is funny because i heard a show comparing it like gwen stefani did that look in the entire 90s and no one said a word yeah but now and, and I, that, another thing is if adele was still fat they would have let that slide 
they would have said like, "Yeah, girl, like you you got that look, like that's, dress like any race you want, because you're fucking take. fat." But now that she's in shape, everybody has to hate her because that's the rules. Like everyone has to be upset with people who take care of themselves. That's a good call. So yeah. if you're a big French fry eating piece of shit, you can say whatever you want. Everyone's like, you look great now. We got to take you down a peg. Yeah. You're having too much fun. If you're there, a Adele. repulsive freak, everybody has to have your back at all times. But I would love to see them uh, team up. Adele and Chet Hayes. Agreed. Yeah. Imagine the album that Bang Adele would make, like the post Chet Hayes breakup Adele album. It would be like a an all timer. She's famous for like she had big breakups and then made her best albums. Who do then, you think would dump whom in that situation? Chet's probably gonna drop her. You think? Yeah. Unless he went back to the booze. I mean, could happen. Chet we should have Chet on the show. I think that would be fun I for would us. Fucking kill to have Chet on the show. <laughs> we'll reach out. How do we pull that off? I mean, we'll figure it out. I reached out to His Highness Ian Halpern on Twitter. I don't know if you caught that. Folks, his Highness. If you don't know His Highness, look up Ian Halpern, H-A-L-P-E-R-I-N, on Twitter. Uh, his Highness Hollywood is mm. his full name. And you're going to get It's a treat. And speaking of celebrities, uh, James Kahn liked two of my tweets last night. Did he really? Yeah. I Which, didn't even know he was a Twitter guy. I didn't either. Like he's, I think he's new to it. He tweeted out something for the movie Thief. And I was like, I just watched that recently. It was a home run. Like, just seeing it pop up on my, on my hey, phone. Thanks, kid. Yeah, James Kahn liked your reply. I was like, this is the greatest <laughs> moment of my life. <laughs> like, picturing him looking at Twitter, like, oh, that's, that's a hot tweet. Let me give that a like. Ask him about Bottle Rocket. Ooh, I forgot he was in that. He's probably the best part of Bottle Rocket, in my opinion. Yeah, he's great in that. Mr. Henry. <laughs> him in that funny outfit at that weird party, sitting on that couch. Yeah. But yeah, James Khan, he already was a friend of the show. Now he's family. Now that he's liking my He's tweets. in the familia. Your Photoshop of the Fast and the Furious cast and the Wild Hogs cast together at the familia brunch or, bre- yeah. or barbecue. Yeah. That made me laugh really hard. He's in. Scotty's getting better at the Photoshops, folks, if you haven't noticed. I mean, that was inspired by, not to toot my own horn, I, I had my most popular tweet ever the other day. That was a uh, big week for you on social media. I know it's I'm a viral sensation. You got to you got to follow me folks mm. at skip season. I'm a don't. viral infection. So I got that <laughs> going for me. Oh, what was the tweet? It was um, something along the lines of imagine if the wild hogs appeared in the post credit sequence of <laughs> fast nine. And it got like over 200 retweets, like 1500 likes. Where are you getting all these retweets? How do people find you? I mean, I don't know how Twitter works. The I think it started with a bump from my boy Franklin, who hosts Uncle to Uncle. His account, thanks Franklin, at night promoting, big fan, and he's also at night opening on Instagram. He gave it a, a bump, and yeah, got people to see it. Cause normally, my tweets get like two likes, so <laughs> it was exciting for me. He's got a big following. Oh yeah, we're fans of his account. Big fan. But yes, I am Scott Kahn now. Did you see those new movie theater seats designed to fight bacteria? Oh yeah, that looked cool. They have like ventilators and like antibacterial foam or something comes out of the fucking material Ooh. and I know. like you know to appease all the people that believe the virus still exists. Like uh, that's a good idea, but you know, I'll turn, sit. I'll turn. sit there in like a futuristic foamy chair and do whatever it takes. <laughs> Getting your booty all wet. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's like 4D when mm. they do the, the smell stuff now. Like the Muppets 3D experience in Disney World. Remember that? Ooh, I don't, but I wish You want to be did. Disney guys together? I mean, why not? It's a, it's a great time to go down to Disney World. Yeah. Big crowds, Florida. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Perfect. Did you see Tom Cruise rented a $700,000 oh. Gruden cruise ship? For the cast and crew of Mission Impossible 7 to avoid further delays. That's and, awesome. Yeah. Everyone online made a million like cruise ship jokes because his name is Tom Cruise. Folks, do you get it? They do. I do, and <laughs> I hate it. Yeah. I don't want to see any joke anywhere near Cruise. That's a joke that's... he's the best dude who ever lived. Yeah. That's a joke that's so obvious. It's like, you, you don't even need to say anything. Like, oh, Tom Cruise got a cruise ship. Okay. Yep. You're like, Yes. Yeah, I guess that's okay. Yeah. And they also released photos of him driving a motorcycle off a cliff. That I saw. He's back. Fucking awesome, dude. Yes. The Tom Cruise leading the charge. He's filming this movie again. He's got a cruise ship. We should be on that crew. That would be dope. And what else do we have here? Tyler Perry's officially a billionaire. That made me feel a little sick to my stomach when I read that. He, um... I guess he like actively fights against his workers who tried to organize for better pay and workplace conditions. I saw everyone like dragging him, as they say. I guess he's a bad dude. Mm. Which you'd never guess from all the excellent work he does in the Medea films. Did you see his house just went on the market? That would like it's the biggest fucking house I've ever seen. It's gotta be, yeah. With it has a runway built into it for oh, planes to land. For takeoffs. <laughs> And landings. Mm, so Cruz can, you know, roar in in his helicopter. Someone like him, it's like, how did Medea become as big of a deal as it did? It's like, there had been, you know, people doing that exact bit before, like uh, a man pretending to be an old lady and being wacky. It's like, I, I don't get why. Sometimes how... it just works out, I guess. I, I honestly don't even have a joke for it. I'm, <laughs> I'm that. Yeah. He's fine as an actor. I actually like him in Gone Girl. I was going to say, that's times. really the only example I can think of. He yeah. works really well in that movie. Yeah, but that's like it. He's not like a dumb guy. You give anybody direction, they can act, right? I guess. Yeah. To a certain, anyone in Hollywood, at least. And I don't know. It. Uh, I think Medea and Tyler Perry are in the obits. I'm a Ooh. Kenya Barris guy. Ooh. I think Kenya Barris is funnier, cooler, more interesting, better content. I can dig. Better social media presence. Tyler Perry's almost like a male Oprah. It's just like, yeah, we a get male it. Male Oprah. This is my wife, Oprah. Yeah, he's and I'm Richie Cunningham. <laughs> he's the worst. But that being said, I do hope he makes Boo 3, a Medea mm. Halloween, and rounds out that trilogy. You want to go see that in the theater? I do. Mm, me too. <laughs> we're going to be in the theater a lot this next couple of months because we're back, baby. We're back. Nothing better. Like all these flicks. Is there what else is coming? We got unhinged. I guess we could go see that. The number one movie in the world right now. Something like that, it does make you question. Like I do like obviously as we discussed, wanna see Tenet, gonna see Tenet, but like do I even care bit wise enough to see Unhinged? I think like, Unhinged is probably trash. Yeah. Like it's, we said before, best case scenario, it's watchable. It's right. there's no way it's gonna be like, dude, fucking unhinged fucking <laughs> Not for those that don't off. know, it's a movie. It's basically like Michael Douglas is falling down, but with Russell Crowe. Just yeah. to sum it up really quickly, 
But the thing about it is I don't want to get to a point with movies where we're not seeing everything that comes out. I don't want to be like, oh, is this really worth it? Good point. I don't want to start rationalizing going to see a movie because we're afraid of the shame of other people worrying about us in the theater. Good point. I'm going to put this out there. If you don't like the fact that I go to a movie, I'll wear the mask. I'll play by the rules. I'll wash my fucking hands. If you don't want to be around me after I go to a movie. You should do this with a megaphone, but sorry. Fuck off. He's back. You're a big baby. Listen to, listen to this. And if you're listening to the show and you're that afraid, then just stop. Hmm. How is a movie theater any different than anywhere else anyone goes? It isn't. It's bigger and more spread out with higher ceilings and no talking. Yeah. No one's talking. And I'm going to go to a, like a very quiet matinee yeah. where, where the mask I'm going to see Tenet at 2 in the afternoon in the Lux Theater where they space the seats out by like 15 feet. Yeah, that's the move. Like, okay. Yeah. How is that different than a restaurant? It's a wonderful restaurant. <laughs> Not, And I'll keep ranting about this until we have a vaccine, which is supposedly coming soon. Ooh, coming soon. The turkey boys get it first. Sorry, yeah. folks. <laughs> Hopefully by next episode we'll have Can that. we get to shuts? I have five of them, and I want to riff like bad. What else do you got for news? I mean, David Blaine's floating around on balloons. He is a member of the Pussy Posse. Is he? Yes. Oh, shit. So any David Blaine news, I'm here. You know what I think about David Blaine? <laughs> I was like, is it going to be? It is. You knew it was going to be that. That big pause as the Sonos kicks in. I was bidding the other day. They should make a pussy posse biopic. And have everyone play themselves, but use like Irishman like CGI de-aging. <laughs> to make them all 23? Yes. That's funny. The Pussy and Posse, folks, is Kevin Connolly, Leonardo DiCaprio, Lucas Haas, David Blaine... Toby Maguire, yep. and that might be it. I think you nailed everybody. I think I nailed everybody. There might be one other side. And they call themselves that. It's not like the Brat Pack where it materialized from some sort of a viral magazine article. It's they came up with that name themselves because of all the... Was it Danny Masterson? Maybe? Mm. Hopefully not. He's the rape, he got, the yeah. rape posse. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of... He, he formed a new faction. He broke off from the pussy posse. What a, tra- a trashy piece of shit. I, I started following Emil Hirsch on Instagram because you follow Emil Hirsch on Instagram. And I noticed Danny Masterson commenting on his photos and getting no replies. Isn't Emil he Hirsch like, just like, can I block you? Isn't he like in prison? Didn't he get like He charged? got charged with like a lot of rapes. And now he's just commenting on Emil Hirsch's Instagram. Like lock that piece of <laughs> yeah. shit up. That's the power of Scientology. You can. Uh, yeah. You Jokes just, aside. Yes. Yeah. Emil Hirsch not responding, even though he only has like a couple thousand followers, really cracked me up though. Because it's just like, he's probably like, I can't touch this. Yeah. He's like, I'll be polite and not delete the comment or block him, but I'm not responding. Yeah. I think he got like mildly canceled too. At some Emil? Point. I, mean, I heard that he like choked a girl or yeah. something. I remember that. There was something. Yeah. Some, it was like through. a girlfriend. He threw her down the stairs or yeah. it was some sort of a, a physical thing. But uh, also John Boyega who was Finn in the new Star Wars movies, The he's revealed that Star Wars is racist, and him and Kelly Marie Tran were sidelined because of racism. And he's, like, doing a whole thing. Hmm. Honestly, everyone involved with The Rise of Skywalker should be, like, apologizing for the movie publicly. Why is Star Wars racist? Like, they had a black guy in their movies in the 70s. Yeah, that he's saying, like, basically he didn't get a good enough storyline, and he's like... This is racist. He's got a huge storyline. Yeah, like he's definitely one of the side characters, but it's like, what right. can you, yeah. Okay. 
He's no one knew who you were until you were in the Star Wars movies. So what what are you expecting? Yeah. Uh, what else is he in that matters? I knew him from uh, <clears throat> Attack the Block, a fun sci-fi movie that you probably haven't seen. I'd hate that. I British, bet. Yeah, and, British and sci-fi. Yeah. That's like two <laughs> check or two strikes for me. It's a twofer. I don't know. Star Wars sucks. Yeah. I pretended I liked Star Wars for like six months. You guys all believed it. It was great. It's in the obits. It's it stinks. I'll keep watching the Mandalorian, which they announced comes back. In I do October. like the Mandalorian. I'll watch that again. But that's just like a show. Like you can just pop it on. Like, Agreed. You know, it's thirty minutes. There's no commitment, and my boy John Favreau's involved. So yeah. sold. I actually really hope that Bill Burr's being said. Uh, <laughs> fucking jedi character comes hey, back dude, you know here i am in space <laughs> set down near me and fucking jabba <clears throat> but yeah that we'll watch that mm. with disney plus guys that i think that's all the news hopefully david blaine like fell from his balloons i, I didn't see how that ended but who cares he's a right off why don't you go ahead and hit me with your best shots I would love to. What did I shot? Um, it's barely worth mentioning because it was such a quick one. But I shot Fantasy Island, which was one of your ooh, last movies ooh, you saw ooh. in the theater, I believe. Wow. Imagine if I died of the coronavirus that doesn't exist and uh, that was the only movie or the last movie I saw. Heart, that would be... Heartbreaking. A, Just going yeah. to, me down in hell looking at Pena. Yeah. I only watched like 10 minutes of this, but it was truly like just every character sucked. It had a bunch of jokes that were all just cringe city. I mm. hated everything about it. Yeah, it was it was awful. And I could tell like some things, I like to give everything a chance, but this one I was just like, there's no fucking way they could, there's just no way this is anything. Like, I saw it on the stars that we share mm. and I could see how quickly you shut it and it made me smile a lot. It's a fun mini game when we get to see... <laughs> Who shut what? But I also shut off Titanic 2, which is a movie that exists. And surprisingly, James Cameron did not do this sequel, which surprised me muchly. I don't even know how they got away with calling a movie Titanic 2. Did it 2. have anything to do with anything? No, they just like, it takes place like in current times, and they just Oof. made another Titanic, and it's like a shitty sci-fi channel original movie type effect. How did they not... James Cameron's so big that that wasn't even on his radar to sue them for intellectual property. <laughs> Probably. That's awesome. Yeah. That's how you know you're an under-the-radar turkey, that you can get away with that. Um, but yeah, I saw it. I was like, I got to pop on Titanic 2. <laughs> that like, old woman, is... she's just a liar, right? <laughs> That's good. Um, but, yeah, that looked awesome, actually. It's it, on which network? I want to watch it. It's on Tubi. Glad you asked. Oh. Yeah, the free uh, streaming service that is filled with turkeys. No thanks. Fuck, he's not in. To be or not to be? That's Ooh. the question. <laughs> Loved it. I shut off. Or we'll keep going. Sorry. No, know. they just... It looked like they filmed it, like, on a dock. And I think they did. It was just, like... Certain movies are like kind of indie, and you're like, oh, I don't think they had a huge budget for this. This was like, it's like, did I make this? Like, using the TikTok app? Like, it couldn't have looked worse. All the actors were terrible and looked like they were porn stars and probably are. Fuggin'. It's terrible. What'd you show? Fuggin'. Shut? Get in there, my man. Fuggin'. Fuggin'. <laughs> 
I shut off 21 Bridges with the newly dead Chadwick Boseman, wow. which he died right after the show last week. And that we do this every week. Something happens. It's almost like we should just hang out for a few minutes mm. before we finish yeah. and wait for that like 8.30 p.m. news to roll in. And it's like, fuck. Mm. But um, yeah, rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, rest in peace, Black Mamba or whatever you are. Wow. Uh, we, we enjoyed your work. In 21 Bridges was trash. It was like the most formulaic, just boring. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I hated it. I shut it off. I shut off Shutter Original Host. Which Ooh, is I like that. that Zoom meeting movie. Oh, wait, Couldn't... no, I, I liked The Room. I hated Host, yes. Yeah, yeah. Host sucked. Yeah. Queen and Slim, shut that off. Yeah, I I finished that. What'd you like about it? That was a movie. The first half, I thought it was great. This is the movie mm. where like a black couple gets pulled over by a cop and things like get gritty and they have to go on the run. <laughs> the first half, I was like, this rocks. But then the movie just kept going and going and going and... It was very slow. I lost interest quickly. Yeah, and it's like two hours and 20 minutes. Oof. A movie like that, it's like, why is this so long? Like, What are we doing here? Mm. I understood the message. I respected it. The acting was good. It looked cool. Oh, yeah. I just thought it was boring, and I was like an hour and a half in, and I was like, I don't want to watch this anymore. Yeah, it's like unbelievably topical and relevant. Just watch the first half, I'd say. <laughs> right. <laughs> you can also it. just watch the news and just make yourself aware <laughs> of all the f- horrible shit that the police are doing right now and, you know, yes. donate to a few good causes and take a stand. You sucked his dick! I watched very little of, but shut the Ridley Scott HBO Max original Raised by Wolves. Well, that'll be coming back up in TV, guys. You're going to, you loved it, I bet. Loved it. I was going to say that's, it, I was like, I, I was like, I can't wait to shut this and then have Scott talk about how much he loved it. Classic us. When I was watching, I was like, angst just, because it's not very dialogue heavy. No, I need and, dialogue. Lots of it. Yeah. This, uh, I'll get into it later. I like Randy it. shifting, not double clutching like you should. Speaking of that guy, I shut Strays. The oh, direct, Strays. The directorial debut of Friend of the Show, Vin Diesel. Wait, that's a thing? Yes. He directed a movie in 1997 that's like ultra low budget. It's how he like became famous. Steven Spielberg saw this movie and was like, this man's a talent. Put him in Saving Private Ryan. And then things just went from there. Hmm. But That's a shame that that had to happen. But yeah. At the same time, I love it. Yeah. Classic it, us with Vin. It was destiny. Yeah, fans will remember. I'm on a bit of a Vin kick. I watched Find Me Guilty. I'm like always watching a Fast and Furious movie. And I popped this on. I was like, I got to watch a movie directed by Vin Diesel. But it's really bad. And I stopped having fun with it after like 20 minutes. He plays a drug dealer who's like narrating it. And he's like, my life, what is this? He's like a gangster poet. You don't think I'm going to love it? It sounds like I'd love it. I mean, it's kind of funny, but it it gets old. And then Mm. it's just like, oh, this is just bad. And like, (laughs) I'm just watching it because I run on Diesel. But... I also shut off Miracle Workers uh, with it's a TBS show that made its way to HBO Max with Steve Buscemi as God and Daniel Radcliffe, who should stop working and just enjoy his Harry Potter dough and be done. That's such a weird duo. One of the worst duos ever, actually. And I remember they pushed that show so hard with ads and I'd see it all the time and just be like, who is this show for? It's like a weird Monty Python looking like time travel god show it just it felt like it's people keep trying to uh recreate the good place because mm. for whatever reason that had like some heat 
and yeah. won a bunch of Emmys or at least got nominated. And people are like that, like really bright, you know, kind of fourth wall breaking, ironic, dark comedy where it's sort of, hey, like, mm. just fuck off. Like, yeah. that's it's very formulaic. It's becoming formulaic, in my opinion. Ooh. Agreed. Um, and that's all my shuts. Uh, you shut anything else? I shut a comedy special on HBO Max, James Veach, straight to VHS. Mm. And this is notable because since I watched it, this has only been out for like a week, but the guy has, they've taken this special off of HBO Max because he was accused of rape. Oh. So I'm glad I got to shut this before it was deleted from existence. <laughs> but this guy... One of the worst stand-ups I've ever seen. James Veach, I think is his name. V-E-I-T-C-H. Allegedly. <laughs> That's allegedly his name. James yeah. Veach. He's on stage. He's not even doing stand-up as much as it's just like a man annoyingly taking you through a PowerPoint is he presentation. this dorky-looking guy? Yes. And like he has a, a... He's doing like a PowerPoint. He keeps like pointing at a screen and like doing bits with visuals. It's And the bits are terrible. It's like... You have all these electronic props and you're still trash. Oh, wow. At least three women accused him of rape and more than a dozen uh, accused him of sexual assault. Ooh. Yeah, so. And they have like a whole Facebook group about it. So my, whenever you hear about, like sometimes there's like a Kobe Bryant situation where it's one woman mm. and they say something and it's like, okay, well, maybe that might not be true. But even then you should believe them. But when it's like fucking 14 women all at once and they yeah. have organized together, it's not like a setup. Like, this guy's a fucking asshole. Yeah. If you and I'm glad HBO Max snapped into it. Yeah. If you watch like a minute of this. I can't remember what I was saying, but James Veach is trash. <laughs> and we just had to stop to make sure the show is still what a What a creep. You're a creep. A crumb bum and a creep. Your, but yeah, we do you have an obit this week? No obit, you? I have one. I think I might have done this before, but I saw it in something again, so I'll okay. just do it again. If they're still doing it, you can repeat it. You know in movies when someone tells like the lead character like, "Oh, you look like shit." And you know, they, they'll put something like under their eyes to make them look like kind of bad, but mm. they don't look like shit cuz they're like a beautiful, famous celebrity. Who's in movies? Yes, like they'd never look bad. Yes, that's something that it's always so silly in a movie when someone's like, "Man, you look like dog shit," and then they show like, yeah, Emma Stone or someone looking like slightly less perfect, and it's just yeah, I'm out on that too. That's yeah. fair. It's just a silly one. But why don't we take a little break? Yeah, watch the new Charlie Kaufman movie on Netflix. Ooh. I thought you might want to watch the new Pauly Shore movie, Guest House, which just hit iTunes. Oh, man. I don't know if we're going to have enough time. Or maybe we could spend $30 to rent Mulan on Disney+. Plus. Cancel Mulan, hashtag. <laughs> yeah. Boycott Mulan. Oh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're part of that movement. We are. We started it. Um, we'll be right back, folks. We'll be right back. I'm really rich. The candy lineup. Hey team, welcome back to the show. Wow, what a good movie that was. He loved it. Mm. 
We just watched I'm Thinking of Ending Things, the new Netflix Ridge, written and directed by Charlie Kaufman, who we're big fans of. He did Adaptation, Eternal Sunshine, bunch of home runs. Being John Malkovich. Yes. This, I got a little summary here. Full of misgivings, a young woman travels with her new boyfriend to his parents' secluded farm. Upon arriving, she comes to question everything she thought she knew about him and herself. And, yeah. This movie was weird. One out of ten. <laughs> and From the it. kid. Are you uh, thinking of ending things as a result of watching? I'm thinking about ending things. I've been thinking things. of ending things since, like, the fifth grade <laughs> when I developed, I guess, what they call cognitive dissonance. Mm. Um. But this this movie was. I'll I'll no. start with a few things I liked about it. Like Charlie Kaufman's a great writer, and his stuff's so like realistically bleak. Like someone will say something, and I'll be like, "Oof, I've had that same wildly depressing thought." <laughs> like, fuck. And I don't know. He's got there's a bunch of like funny one-liners, especially in the first half. I was loving this for the first half, and then. I see you have the ability to compartmentalize a movie. Ooh. I don't. Mm. Like I see a movie in one part. Mm. It's not like four rooms or something where it's broken into segments. Yeah. This was a movie. Yes, I know movies have acts. I don't see acts. I see it as a one big unit. Mm. And the unit was flawed Ooh. and I didn't like it. I will say this movie most of it takes place in a car. Just two people like talking in a car, and you got to spice it up a little more than that. Like scenes go on for like at least like twenty minutes of just like one scene unbreaking, just people talking in a car. It makes the movie seem longer than it is. It's you not can, a short movie, right? I mean, how long was that? Two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah. I think like two twenty. But well, I mean, it I, had I a, don't know. It had a great cast. The main girl was good. I'd never Did seen it, her in anything Tony before. Collette and Plemons are the only two that we could even name. I mean, they're both home runs. And that guy, David Thewlis, who played the weird dad, he's good and stuff. What's he, like one of the old guys in Pirates of the Caribbean or something? <laughs> like, I just, Probably. I don't know, man. I, I really didn't like this. There was one good part in the beginning where they kind of roasted Robert Zemeckis really quickly. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I mean, Plemons is very good. I do like Plemons. Jesse Plemons, he's very much like the most boring guy in the room, no matter what he's in. And that's kind of like his thing. In this, he's like supposed to be the boring, like, do we like this guy guy? And he nailed it. His best is still Game Night. I don't care what anybody says. He's awesome in that movie. I forgot he was in that. That movie's a home run, and he should have got a Best Supporting Actor nomination for that movie. I'm not even kidding. No, I know. It's that movie kind of got overlooked Yeah, as far as things go. like Why would like The Hangover get a franchise and that that yeah. movie kind of disappeared? Mm. But yeah, this movie doesn't have much plot. It's like very dreamlike and artsy. I think the movie's supposed to be like a bad dream. Like People are disappearing from the scene, then like you look around, everyone's gone, and then the snow is inside. It's just like... It's the work, basically. <laughs> I was thinking of the work muchly while watching this. And yeah, it really kind of fell apart in the second half. I just thought it was boring, and it was confusing for the sake of being confusing, which is often my critique with David Lynch. What do you mean? 
I don't do that. <laughs> no, but I know what you're saying. Like the the end of this movie, the very end, like the pet, the last like five or ten minutes is so artsy. It almost plays like a parody of art house movies. Right. It's like it's like a joke. And yeah, it's like too weird to even understand after one viewing. I'll probably listen to someone smarter than me talk about it on a podcast, then rewatch it. And I think would, it's great. I would hate that. <laughs> Listening to whoever that is, some ah, yes. like Tish graduate with a lot of opinions, who's like an outspoken vegan, they them feminist. Ooh. God damn it, that would make me upset. But yeah, Charlie. Not Kaufman. that there's anything wrong with feminism. Ooh, nice cover. But yeah, Charlie Kaufman, not, I was expecting a little more from him on this one. I am still muscling through his book, Ant Kind. Get up, boy! Looks like we found ourselves in Scotty's book corner suddenly. What's the Scotty's book corner theme again? Is it just <laughs> Pike? I love that that may... Yeah, there we go. Welcome back, folks, to Scotty's book corner, yes. where Scotty reads a book over the course of... A the amount of time that an average book person would, you know, read 11 books. Yeah. But here we are, talking about it again. I've been Take at, it away. I've been at a bit of a standstill with the book, to be honest. I need to pick it up again. I'm at, like, page 300 of 750. I gotta... I'll finish it, and then we'll do one more book corner once it's fully done. You're not even at the halfway point? No. It's too long. Let's no do it book corner every week until it's done. Okay, I fine. love this segment. It's one of my favorites. Like me being bored is is part of it. <laughs> I uh What else did we watch this week? We both watched Moneyball. Moneyball is an awesome movie. Yeah. And I was gonna say we gotta cleanse the palate with either Moneyball, Maniac Cop, or before the devil knows you're dead, because I need to talk about something good. We'll cleanse it with all of them. But yeah, Moneyball, this is the Brad Pitt movie from like eight years ago or whatever. Uh, the true story of how math changed baseball. Mm. Which, I mean, fans will know I hate sports, love sports movies. Me too. I don't it's know not why. Weird. I don't know why I never saw this movie. But, uh. I oh, this was your first viewing? Yeah. I'd oh, never- wow. I'd never seen cool. you like texted you were watching it. I was like, why did why have I never seen Moneyball? Like a very <laughs> weird blind spot. The movie just like eluded me. Oh, I, you responded to watching it based on my text? Are yeah. you I I thought you happened to be watching it on the same day. That's because I was like, well, it did just come to stars. Well, like a couple I weeks that was an accident. A couple weeks ago you Right, were, right, right. Okay. But whatever. I mean Well, the the me watching it the again the other day that mm. was the happenstance okay mm. now we're connecting the dots but i mean brad pitt is great in this and he's really he's kind of funny in this movie they give him like a lot of mm. one-liners and like, he does a couple of monologues where he falls into the aldo reigns character a little bit which i got a kick out of yeah like you're not playing he's like you may not feel like a winning team but you are one that like big pause and like yeah. his hands around his hips and I was seeing a bit of Cliff Booth in it because mm. there's a lot Stunt of scenes. Double. Clint Booth, Cliff Booth, <laughs> or maybe it's just a Brad Pitt thing. There's yeah. a lot of scenes where someone's explaining something to him and he just goes like, "Huh, huh, huh." That's like he does that in every movie. It's cool. Coolest, one of the coolest guys working today, Phil- I think. Philip Seymour Hoffman's in this movie, giving a strong performance. One of the greatest actors of all time. Yes. Jokes aside, and. I make fun of him being dead a lot, but this 
this movie, and then I also watched, like I just mentioned before, The Devil Knows Your Dead. So I took in two awesome, like, aught uh, PSH movies, and it mm. just bummed me out. Yeah. I was like, he had like 20 more flicks in him, and fucking stupid drugs had to ruin it. That's the thing that sucks about watching his movies now. Like, he's so good in them, you can't help but just get, like, mad that he's dead. It's just like, God, this guy was it's fucking... Like, like, a, like a Farley situation. Yeah, exactly. Where it's like, why did... Why? Imagine if they were both still alive and did a movie together. That'd be a home run. Would it be serious Farley at this point in his career? Yeah. Probably. Imagine his serious period. God, that would be so... Awesome. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know he could do it, too. But speaking of large men, Jonah Hill is also in Moneyball at the peak of his size. I hate my father. I hate my life. <laughs> but I feel great, man. Sorry, it was a little delayed. I couldn't find it. Loved it. Uh, peak heavy. He's a little fatter in Grandma's Boy. This is like his second biggest. What That's, do you think? Oh yeah, and maybe War Dogs might be his fattest. He's like mm. a house in that movie. <laughs> we should do a whole like report on uh, his fat arc. Yeah. When was War Dogs? Like two thousand fourteen. I'm gonna guess sixteen. Ooh, okay. Because I saw it. I remember What's seeing that? it in the theater. It might have even been seventeen. I know. So Jonah Hill had like an up and a down because there was periods in the middle where he was thinner. Yeah. And he was so all, all over the place. And then I remember during one of his like, he was skinny again periods, they released The Sitter, which was shelved for years. And he was like super fat in that just to like confuse things further. <laughs> I saw like, that in the theaters too. Oof. Such a forgettable movie. Him and just cruising around with those kids in a minivan, like just begging for that John Candy vibe that didn't happen at all because that's not the type of comedy that he is. Yeah. I don't really think he's that funny. I think he's just a great actor. And like I liked his directing on um, mm, mid 90s. Yes. I don't, I don't think that he's that funny. I don't think he needs to be. I'm in. I'm in on both. But as you. Well, yeah, PSH-wise, you watched uh, Before the Devil Knows You're Dead? Fucking awesome movie that is off many people's radar. You and I watched this famously in 2007 with one of your blockbuster rentals on a Tuesday. I think give a call. I remember. Oh, Paul. May he rest <laughs> in peace. I didn't realize this was a Sidney Lumet movie. Yes. Who, for the folks at home, is the guy who directed Dog Day Afternoon, 12 Angry Men. And most importantly, and... the Vin Diesel movie where he has hair, <laughs> Find Me Guilty, which I covered a few weeks ago. What a weird last movie. Yeah. Actually, no, is Before the Devil Does Your Dead? I th this I th is his last, yeah. I think so. It is, yeah. And he died a couple years later. That's a strong last movie. Yeah. Before the Devil Knows You're Dead. Yeah, this is Ethan Hawke and Philip Seymour Hoffman play brothers and uh they get embroiled in some sort of <clears throat> excuse me a scheme i haven't seen this movie in years but i remember basically it. their family owns a jewelry store and mm -hmm. ethan hawk and philip seymour hoffman are brothers that are both down on their luck for various reasons and they conspire together to rob the jewelry store and it goes awry yes and it's sort of like if you couldn't if, if there's really like you can't have made it go worse the way that it goes yeah and it's just super just philip seymour hoffman fucking he and ethan hawk are great together because they're both such different types of talent yeah and it move this movie is like it moves mm. it, there's no boring spots there's no fat on it there's a michael shannon quick i wouldn't call it a cameo because he's in like three scenes but there's a yes. michael shannon 
Your Michael Shannon needs like a little more bass to be enough far, distanced enough from your David Lynch to be perfect. I, know, but, I couldn't. I couldn't think of a Michael Shannon line. And I can't do it on Michael Shannon at all, and I'm yeah. not even going to rev up for it. But yeah, I famously love Michael Shannon in literally everything. He's so great. him, he's always like a heavy, mm. and like I don't even know where he got that rep. Is it because he has a scary face? Yeah, that's probably part of it. I guess. But yeah, Before the Devil Knows You're Dead, it's on HBO right now. I don't want to spoil anything. Marissa Tomei, you see her boobs. Kid. That's a draw for you sickos out there. Yeah, I remember that having a very awkward sex scene with her and Philip yes. Seymour Hoffman. It opens up with that, mm. which is super weird. That's a strong start. Yeah. More movies should start like that. Awesome movie, though. Can't. I'm going to give it two thumbs up. Yeah, I'm kind of jazzed up to watch it again. This fucking awesome rewatch, because it's been 11 years for me, mm. and... I still remembered most of it, which was cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's... I haven't seen it. I think I only saw it the once. Yeah. <clears throat> I definitely Excuse don't me. own it. But yeah, like, it's so good. It has moments that I remember that... I was just about to spoil it, but it's a big one, and I won't do that. Yeah, don't do it. Kid, we also watched Maniac Cop. Did you finish it? I did. Great, isn't it? It was Okay. Awesome movie. This is on Shudder. 10 out of 10. For people who are unaware. A killer dressed in a police uniform begins murdering innocent people on the streets of New York City. Kid, sounds like a documentary, am I right? Woke stuff. Political hoops has entered the chat. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's it was it felt apropos to me. Like It was on my Shudder app. It kind of fl- flew to the beginning of what they have a section called Slashics, like classic slasher. That's fun. Yeah, and I was like, well, I've never seen this. And mm. I put it on, and I saw Bruce Campbell, and it was campy as shit. It looked really 80s, and I was, I was into it. It's a bad movie, but it's fun to watch. It's a fun little romp. Yeah. And they made three of them. Yes. And I, I don't know if I'm gonna be in there for two and three. Like, I, maybe next week. Okay. We'll William Lustig is the guy who directed it, and I guess this is kind of all he did, pretty this, much. I can see that. Even for like a cheesy '80s horror movie, like I usually love those, especially if it's. Mm. I don't. Know, this one just like you were bored. I was kind of bored. Yeah. It was just like the gore looked awful. The gore looked like in Be Kind Rewind when like. <laughs> Jack Black uses What's a happening pizza. through our hood? Yeah. It's like, oh, I got shot in the head and it's a pizza. Like, it, it was just impossibly low budget. And when it's like a low budget horror movie from the 80s, like, it looks like an Ed Wood movie. It's just, <laughs> it's like unforgivably cheesy. Mm. So that's going to be one thumb up from me and one thumb down from Hoops. Yes. For Maniac Cop, now on Shudder. Uh, I snuck in uh, my first Miyazaki movie. I'm gonna go. <laughs> um, uh, Do you have? I watched. Uh, Nineteen is a power grab hoax. I love Miyazaki. Probably my favorite filmmaker. If I didn't already put the megaphone away, I would have hit you with it again. Sorry, Monty. My neighbor Totoro. No, but I watched uh, Porco Rosso. This is a movie about a heroic pig with a mustache who flies a plane. The pig is voiced by Michael Keaton. Ank's looking at me with true horror in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, Do you up. have... Where did you find this movie, by the way? Don't his movies not stream? 
They famously haven't streamed until recently. You can watch his entire catalog on HBO Max, mm. which I probably won't do, although I did enjoy this one. Mm. Remind he's, me to change that password. <laughs> fuck. Or do you have your own? I don't even remember. He's going to cut me off. I love cutting hoops off as a bit. But yeah, that, that great animation. It's not like incredible. They do look cool, I must say, like from like Ponyo or whatever little clips I've seen. Yeah. His stuff is really well done. It looks just, way different than American animated movies. Mm, it's fun though. It's Asian-y. Yeah, very much so. I enjoyed it. Porco Rosso. Check out that and any number of Miyazaki's other pictures on HBO Max. Ooh, cut. I'm going to work this song into every episode. And I'll sneak in real quick. I also watched Burnt. I liked Burnt. What of it? I thought it was slightly better than Chef. Actually, maybe... It <laughs> Written, was... directed, and starring John Favreau. <laughs> yes. Like, as far as food movies go, I mean, Bradley Cooper, like, elevates it to be a little better than it is, just because he's such a pro. And... I don't know. It's fun to like watch someone be good at their job. It has a bunch of montages where he's just like the dopest chef in the world. It's watchable. It's like a you find it on TV and be like, oh, that was slightly. What did you think of the ending though, where he hangs himself in the garage? I thought that was a little over the top. (laughs) I mean, I just want to cook food for you folks. You five folks. That Arizona sky. (laughs) (laughs) Chef. Chef. Yeah, I. uh, It was fine. It's whatever. I liked it. Yeah. Burnt, rather. Burnt. Um, it's right up there with, like, Sweet Bitter. That boring <laughs> restaurant Oh, that drama. show that only us is watching. I feel like that girl is 17 years old on Chef. Fucking... She fucking been activated yet, or fucking... She's with Joey King in the obits. <laughs> um, do you watch any TV? I feel I, like you're a TV guy this week. No? I, did the show that you shut, Raised by Wolves? This is a. Uh, Should I get back in there, or is it just not a me show at all? You're not much of a sci fi guy. I like hard sci fi. <laughs> Home run. This, uh, this show's from Ridley Scott. He like produced it. I think he might have directed one of the episodes. Who's he for the fans at home? That. Ridley Scott, the director of the Alien franchise, and uh, Prometheus. Um, yes. er, he's one of the, like Gladiator, Matchstick Men, Hannibal. He has like the weirdest filmography. He's so who all produced? Over the place. Uh, did Brian Grazer produce Matchstick Men? They're kind of a duo, right? Maybe I'm not sure about. I can't that. remember. I got IMDb in front of me. I just don't. I'm forgetting all his big <gasps> movies, like Alien, Blade Runner. It's the two biggest. Ridley Scott. He's like a guy. I'm a Tony Scott guy. <laughs> That's fair. How he's, about that? He's also dope. But this show, like, the production values are really strong. It looks like a movie. Mm. And <clears throat> you can tell they spent a fortune on it. It looks better than, like, 95% of movies. And, yeah, you know, it's crazy sci-fi stuff. It's like robots trying to colonize a new planet, growing these babies, and then everything goes to hell, and there's, like, a bunch of cool action. So Westworld. I mean, way better than Westworld. Westworld's a fucking... Nah. <laughs> Westworld is legit garbage. But like, there's this cool like god character woman who every time she screams, she makes people explode. And like, there's cool gore where like just a sea of people are just like blowing up. It's cool. 
If you're into sci-fi action nonsense, check it out. It's uh, Raised by Wolves, now on HBO Max. They have the first three episodes up. I've only seen one, but I liked it. And I'll sneak in the show Corporate. I think I've mentioned it to you before. It just mm. ended its three-season run on Comedy Central. I feel like nobody watches this show. It's very good. I heard someone describe it as Workaholics meets American Psycho. And that's like the exact vibe that the show gives off. If that sounds good to you. It does, yeah. I feel like you in particular would love this show. Like, Where can I find it? Comedy Central. Wow. Okay. And it's like very dark, okay. cynical, has like one-liner city. You got me with American Psycho. Mm. Let's see Paul Allen's card. Yeah. And yeah, like Comedy Central, they don't promote all their shows, and they just canceled everything and are like turning into an animation network, so. It's kind of depressing what's going on over there. They just sort of like clean house. Yeah. And stand-up doesn't even matter over there anymore, because it's like they're so worried about being what are they just because they're under that umbrella that viacom umbrella they're afraid of everybody getting in trouble something they must have like had a change of the guard and whoever is running things now is a fucking idiot because they used to have like every good show on tv and now they have nothing and also joe para talks to you is on hbo max which is get in there yeah great show unlike mm. anything else on tv 15 minutes up oh, 15 minute episodes home run Mm, great show yes i don't know you want to watch the departed <sighs> do i he's in fucking home run sweeney i think we might see a green jacket cascading through the air tonight I'm really folks sorry for your trouble. i swear to god I, i'll get you out of this i cannot do it overnight but i will get you out might have to be next week to be yeah. honest i think we need more than hey, 90 get the band we're moving heavy work what about the heavy work such a bad <laughs> accent <laughs> guys clearly from like lithuania heavy work i'm from boston heavy work yeah Billy, where the fuck are you we've been trying to reach you we found the rat <laughs> listen we're gonna we take found the out. rat don't look it the address is 314 washington street you got it all right we'll see you there why well, yeah that guy's accent is trash <laughs> so is sheen's coincidentally let's get him off that roof We might. We're getting close. This might be a photo finish. What the fuck is going on? Oh my fucking god. Fucking shit looks like Queen is meeting with all of them. Yeah. He must be our guy. I love how this is like the big scene of the movie. Like this happening to Martin Sheen. It's such a fucking. Go back up. It's such a who cares. Oh Christ, it's too late. Let's go back up. (laughs) (laughs) One of Ang's favorite lines for reasons unknown. <laughs> you can me. Are you? I'll be fine. If you can meet, I can't protect you. Now go, go. Are we at the end here? I see you looking. Yeah, let's stop. Okay. That was it, folks. Ninety seconds next week. My heart be... started racing. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was getting like all fucked up about it. Oh boy. Next week on the show, we will be watching one of the greatest moments in cinema history. In The Departed. Actually, one of my favorite in-theater memories. Mm. Us watching the scene we're about to watch next week. Five of times. all time. In. Nothing better than that second round where we realized... It was like, I'd say the third round. Because the first time we gasped along with everybody. Yeah. And then the second round, 
Second time, we were probably surprised, like, oh, everyone's gasping. Everyone gasped. But then the third time, we knew to expect the gasp. Three, four, five, that was part of why we went to, like, listen. We needed that. (gasps) Because I didn't really see that coming the first time. No. You expected him to talk his way out of it. Yes. And it's much better that they just tossed him out the window. Kid, spoilers. (laughs) Oh, no. Um, Pretty much plugs this week um i'm looking to find a a real john wayne gacy painting it's all i want right now Ooh. i want to buy one john wayne gacy for those that don't know was a serial murderer in the 80s i believe Sounds he right. was an obese man who used to dress up like a clown and murder young boys and then bury them under the concrete in his basement wow now he went to jail and was executed and they found a bunch of bodies and a bunch of paintings. And he was a big art guy. And oh. he painted in jail as well. What a fun archive to, to uncover. I didn't hear about this. He may have painted most of them in prison, but mm-hmm. I want one. And there's they're of like these weird clowns, and they're r- wicked ugly. And I just really, really want one. So when I'm, I'm reaching out to the fans, <laughs> find me a Gacy, and I'm going to start putting money away for it. Wow. Emptying out whatever account I need to empty out. Calling on all favors. Find me a Gacy. That's my only plug this week. I like it. I think something's going to happen then. Someone. Mm. What do you got? I mean, I'll just remind the fans to check out Uncle to Uncle and his new podcast, Buzz Tank. He's doing like a podcast competition show where like... Different, it's a different show every time, and then like... Are we on it? There's an elimination. I mean, we probably could. I think he's doing with like new ones, but... We're 84 episodes in. We're not new, baby. Yeah. We're veterans. Or like we could do a new like side show or something. I'm open to a new show. But yeah, that's, that's uh, We had this idea... No, actually, I don't want to give that idea out on the air. We had a great idea for a secret side mm. a special episode. Secret side shows are dope. But yeah, check out Buzz Tank. Very original and fun. Nick's Movie Corner. Next week on the show, we'll be talking about The Boys Season 2, which just dropped on Amazon. And who knows Tenet. what else? Yeah, Tenet. Yes, thank you. That'll Tentatively. Be That'll be a big show. Uh, Tentatively. Have a, great, uh, have a great week, everybody. And um, remember that COVID-19 is a power grab hoax. No doubt. Folks, that's enough. Have a goo. Bye. Wow. Fuck you, Monty.